1: Live from San Francisco on the Sports
2: Byline Broadcasting Network. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with your hosts, Brian Alvarez and Mike Semper Vivi. Are you ready? Are you ready? Let's get it on! How's it going,
3: everybody? Brian Alvarez here on Wrestling Observer Live. We are here every day, Monday through Friday, New Pacific 3 Eastern. Sunday, 3 Pacific 6 Eastern. Saturday mornings with Jim Valley, 10 a.m. Pacific 1 Eastern. And it is Tuesday here on the show, and you know what that means—we got a lot to talk about, including some. I guess it's not a surprise we talked about it yesterday. In the second segment of this show, we will be joined by Renee Paquette. We'll be talking a lot of things. AW, the Wrestling Revolver, returning to Dayton, Ohio, for two shows in one day, live. On Fight TV. It's Sunday, October 8th. There is a Women's Grand Prix, which we're going to be talking about a lot today. And at 8 o'clock p.m., same day, same building, same pay per view, Revolver Redemption, Gringo Loco will be facing John Moxley. So we got a lot to talk to Renee about today. And tomorrow, Billy Starks, my old tag team partner herself, Billy Starks, will be on this program. And we will have a lot to talk about on that show as well. Before that, opening segment. We got a lot of news, including the NXT lineup for tonight. They're having their women's breakout tournament. A couple of interesting names in that tournament. We, of course, have all of the ratings for the last couple of days. No real news coming out of the ratings, aside from the obvious, which is don't run head-to-head with a WWE pay-per-view. It is a... uh, Well, it's a disaster every time, as we'll talk about here. Also notes on Adam Copeland, and uh, maybe some notes from Raw, although we probably will not do the full Raw report today. But you know, that's what Wrestling Observer Radio is for, with myself and Dave Meltzer. And uh, really, it was a largely, there's not a lot to talk about on Raw, with the exception of the DIY reunion at the end of the show. Which somehow the show went off the air before they fully reunited. Back in a moment with more of Observer Live.
4: Staples, you can count on every project being print-perfect, guaranteed. I need invitations and posters printed, and they have to be perfect.
2: I need beautifully bound booklets and presentations for my business.
4: Your invitations and booklets will be in captivating color and will be done right every time. That's Staples' print big promise. And right now at Staples, get $50 off your print purchase of $150 or more. Try Staples and see the difference. Ends ten fourteen. Exclusions apply. See associate or visit staples.com slash print for details.
1: that's 800 278 1738.
4: Want even more excitement on game day? It's time to get on prize picks, the best way to win big on fantasy sports. Here's how it works just pick two to six players and choose more or less on their stats. If you get them right, you can win up to 25 times your cash. It's quick and easy to make your picks, and with fast and safe deposits and withdrawals, prize picks is the place to play this season. Price Picks has awesome weekly promotions and they're the only daily fantasy platform with an injury insurance policy, keeping you in the game even if one of your players goes down. Sweat it out, watch your entry update in real time, and continue the fun by making picks on second half and fourth quarter stats. Take your game day experience to the next level with Price Picks. And right now when you go to pricepicks.com/byline and use code BYLINE, Price Picks is matching your first deposit up to $100. That's prizepicks.com slash byline with code BYLINE for a 100% deposit match. PrizePicks, daily fantasy sports made easy. Are you looking to improve your baseball swing? You need the Rip Grip Pro. Co-created by Dodgers, AAA star Drew Avins, the Rip Grip Pro will help you stay palm up, palm down, and pull the barrel of the bat through the zone instead of pushing it. Check out Drew's videos at ripgrippro.com and you'll see how this can help you or the baseball player in your family improve your ABs. Get the adjustability in your swing that you need. Go to RipGripPro.com. That's RipGripPro.com.
2: You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Back at the show, Brian Alvarez
3: here, Wrestling Observer Live, Mike Sempervivi, also WrestlingObserver.com. got a lot of news to get into today. And then in the next segment, two full segments with Renee. I think I could ask her questions for about six straight days, (laughs) but we'll start with two segments. So first, I have a couple of news notes. Tonight is NXT and a lot of stuff going on. Trick Williams will defend the North American title against Dominic.
5: Man, oh, man.
3: I think the obvious thing that happens here is that Dominic wins the title back when Carmelo accidentally costs poor Trick that belt. Because, uh, as Dave noted last night, probably too early to fully pull the trigger on the turn, although you could. But Trick won a title, Carmelo lost a title, and man, was Carmelo looking longingly at that North American title in that final segment on Saturday night. So I think that we're going to see some stuff go down here tonight. Because, as we've noted n- a number of times, Dom was never even supposed to lose that title. He was going to beat E. So I think that they'll do something and get the belt back on him quickly. Plus, Rhea's told him, brother, you don't bring that belt home, you ain't coming home. That's it. So uh,
5: She's really angry.
3: All of the Judgment Day is going to be there. Probably five or six main roster folks on the show tonight, and wait till you see next week. Because next week is the AEW NXT head-to-head. Both sides determined to beat the other. It is Title Tuesday, so I expect a lot of big title matches on AEW. And I would also expect a bunch of main roster talent and et cetera on NXT. Now, I have a question for Tuesday.
5: you. Yes. As a wrestling oracle, okay, how much of an accident... Do you make this accident that you're talking about with Trick Williams and Carmelo? Well, there should be some
3: doubt, but you should pretty much know what actually happened.
5: Okay, because, I mean, there is a way to do this where he really does feel bad about messing up because, again— You can draw this thing out and always have that tension there, but not actually go ahead and pull the turn. Not exactly like MJF and Cole, obviously, but I'm sure there's a lot of people who would like to see them stay together, even though there will be forces driving them apart.
3: Apparently Fightful here said Ali was supposed to win. Well, listen, all I know is uh, I was told he was not supposed to win. But, you know, on that subject, I don't want to say anybody was wrong because... (coughs) Why don't we talk about that Raw lineup last night? Yeah, let's talk about what was supposed to happen on Raw yesterday. Well, we were supposed to have Becky Lynch and Tegan Knox. That didn't happen. Damian Priest and Jay Uso. That didn't happen. Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler. That didn't happen. Drew McIntyre on Miz TV. That didn't happen. Although we did get Xavier Woods and Ivar, and we did get the contract signing with Gunther and Tommaso Ciampa, Plans which change, actually pal. led to a match on the show with Gunther and Tommaso Ciampa, which was supposed to happen next week. Well. Plans change, brother. They do. What do you want me to do?
5: Can't do much.
3: And by the way, we're not going to have time to do the uh, full Raw report, most likely. But the, uh, man, that Gunther and Tommaso Ciampa Mm -hmm. match, somebody, somebody in the chat actually had the gumption. To say that they claimed to their friends that Ciampa was a bad wrestler and they got buried for it. Galling. Well, you deserved it, dude. Really? Let me tell you who's not a bad wrestler, Tommaso Ciampa. No, you know so. who else is not a bad wrestler? Gunther. Ooh. You know yeah. what happens when you put these men in the ring together? They have a great, great. match. Yeah. And then afterwards we had the uh we had the I keep wanting to say reuniting. Is that a word? The reuniting? I guess yeah, it is. Reuniting and it feels so good. you think I'd know better since I always get genius level at that uh New York Times spelling bee game. Mm-hmm. But anyway, they reunited. And uh and it felt so good, as they say. And actually we maybe I'll talk a little bit more about Rob because um uh, Renee Paquette is at the dentist right now. <laughs> she's she in the chair at this moment
5: stealing your gimmick and
3: so actually she's you know it's ironic is she's stealing oh, my man. wife's gimmick because my wife is actually the dentist also right now perhaps we're the dentist together
5: gas? oh my god if she's rocked out on gas while doing the show i mean that could be that could be something to have on a seven second delay maybe she is i don't know could be with brit baker hmm so then, uh, actually, yeah, you know what? Britt Baker could have a hell of a deal, you know, with people if they're willing to fly in or when they're in town, you know, actually. So Mike them. Lano
3: used to do. Free dentistry to wrestlers. <laughs> yeah. Who do you think put my Invisalign in?
5: That's why. It wasn't That's Mike right. Lano. That's-
3: I could lie and say Britt Baker, but <laughs> I can't lie and cut. say it was Mike Lano. Okay, so anyway, we also have the women's breakout tournament. And we have the bracket. And this is it. We've got Kalani Jordan versus Izzy Dame, who is not that Izzy. But that Izzy is a wrestler now, if you want to feel very old. We have got Ariana Grace, who I thought was a famous singer, against Jakara Jackson, Miss Jackson, who was the subject of a song, in fact. So this is quite the match here. Then we've got uh, Carmen Petrovic. Versus Jada Parker. I have no idea who either of those people.
5: Mirko are. Mirko Krokop's sister.
3: Please tell me it really is. I have
5: not. It's <laughs> not. Okay. <laughs>
3: no. And then we have Danny Palmer and Lola Vice. So uh, you know, I don't know what they're going to do. And I would I, say I wonder what
5: the crowd's going to do. Listen, with Danny Palmer and Lola Vice are going to lose their mind. I
3: would say that an idiot could tell you the finals, but uh, I am an idiot because I thought I knew the finals of the of the uh, that cup thing. Mm-hmm. But I was wrong. But I would I would guess that the finals will come down to Kalani Jordan and Lola Vice. And probably a win by Lola Vice would
5: be oh, my, my guess. No.
3: Yeah.
5: Oh. Yeah. Like Kalani. Why why are you sad about that? Because I like Kalani more than I so like do Lola I. Weiss. So do
3: I. She's my my uh my uh what do you call it? I'm her I'm her spiritual mentor even though we've never met or spoken ever. But we have a lot in common, you see. Mm. I was also a gymnast turned wrestler. I'm glad you and didn't And I have actually... so much advice that I could give to these youngsters nowadays. <laughs> well, look, she like already got quit. bad
5: advice from Dana Brooke, and you saw where that landed Dana Brooke, so don't well, put yourself in that position. Well, see, that was that the position. problem.
3: That was a problem. Mm. should have come to me instead of Dana Brooke. I'm not quitting anytime soon. This job, at least. Quit that other horrible wrestling gimmick. <laughs> Smackdown. Uh, two point three zero three million viewers, second best audience total since September first, and Rampage was up three hundred sixty three thousand viewers, highest total audience since September eighth, point one four, and then we had Collision. Oh my! I have uh, stated before, and it uh, bears repeating: mm-hmm. just don't run head to head with a WWE, <laughs> and that includes, can't... by the way, NXT. For those Another of you that choice. you know refuse to watch NXT, blah blah. These WWE fans will watch an XT pay per view. And if they did, they saw a good one. Yep. And uh, it affected collision. They were down. Are you ready for this? I'm ready. 41.8% from last week. That's well. The lowest audience total in the history of the show. And that's coming off doing well last week. Mm-hmm. At a 0.08, 18 to 49. Their 18 to 49 is down 50. 5.6% hmm. from last week. Aside from a May 13th episode of Rampage that aired, I believe, at 2.30 p.m. in the afternoon Pacific, it will be the lowest 18-49 to 49 for any first-run AEW program ever in history. So,
5: And that was during a week where they had the least amount of college football games to face off against or have crossover against them. There were only six. And the Notre Dame Duke game did the best, but that was, again, an average game for what it's been college football, about 5.4 million people, I believe that it was. This was the lowest ever for the 18 to 49 demo. Overall viewers between 35 and 49, male viewers between 35 and 49, and the second lowest viewed episode for people. And this is key, I think. People outside 18 to 49. It dropped. The only thing that was lower than this one was on September 2nd when WWE payback took place. So for a bunch of people under the age of 18 and, and over the age of 50, the ones we talk about when it comes to NXT, well, there you go. They cause damage.
3: bow and a I'm Observer Live.
1: I don't even recognize myself anymore.
0: Here's the number.
1: 800-725-1651. 800-725-1651. That's 800-725-1651. Paid for by Legal Alert Line.
2: You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network.
3: Back in the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Yes, for those of you watching on Twitch, that was Vinny running in a straitjacket in front of the Green Hill School for Wayward Youth. And, even nuttier now that I think about it, him fully submerging himself in that river.
5: Oh, Jesus. You talked him into all this, didn't you?
3: Of course. You think he did that on his own?
5: No, no. It
3: was all on me.
5: How bad of an influence was Sonny for Vinny? Nah, Which, I By the way, say folks, a... that's Sonny, not Craig.
3: Yeah, that's Sonny. The late Sonny O'Mara. The late, great Sonny O'Mara. He was a fine man. Yes, Renee is uh, in the next segment because she's still the dentist. <laughs> Although, if she doesn't make it out of the dentist, she will be on Thursday or Friday. Because, you know, we just. Uh, Play it by ear here. Yeah, call it on the fly. On the in the ring, you fella, Adam Copeland expects to end his full-time in-ring career in AEW after nearly three decades with WWE. Copeland made his AEW debut at Wrestle Dream this past weekend, arrived in AEW saving Darby from an attack by Christian Luchasaurus and this little, this Nick Wayne. Just found a picture of me and Nick Wayne the other day. Mm-hmm. God. You Let's, know what? Honestly, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do what Tony Khan did. You want to see this picture? Should I throw the phone to you guys? <laughs>
5: <laughs> you know, honestly, Darby deserved it, and I can see. Look at this from from happier days. Oh, Leah, look at this.
3: Come on, can you? It's blurry. Ah, come on. There, how you? There we go. There it is. Look at that. That's uh-huh. right around the time that uh, that uh, shoulders truly became Big Vinny V. Oh. Squeezed
5: his head a little harder in that picture.
3: Anyway, what were you saying?
5: I think Darby had it coming, to be honest with you. I mean, he really did. If you think about it. What are
3: you talking about? For being forgiving for A.R. Fox? Wow.
5: was almost murdered at his home, okay? There no, was a breaking, he wasn't. He was hit by a picture. There was a breaking and entering, and did you see the amount of blood? I thought they hit an artery. He looked like Eddie Guerrero in that one match, for heaven's sakes. And then all of a sudden, oh, I'm just supposed to forget? You know, I don't know how people like you, if you're actually in favor of this, go through your life like that. That's how little you think about everybody else. Nobody's thinking about Nick, but you know what? Now that he has Nobody's a thinking about in his Nick. life... Now that he has a father figure in his life, okay, Nick Wayne will be able to get the comfort and the education and the help that he needs, okay, right under the turtleneck of Christian. And I think he'll find out what friendship is all about instead you know, of people like You know, maybe if it had Allen. been
3: anybody else, I would be forgiving. Even if, even if Nick had turned heel to go with Don
5: Callis, it'd be like, eh, but you're going to go heel with Christian? Your boy almost got him murdered, and then you want him to just step up and be good with it right off the bat? No way! What this is absolute wrong with you? creep? His creep, Christian. Yeah,
3: he's got a new. You see his new watch? Mm. He's got a Vacheron
5: five star watch. You know,
3: you know how much that watch? Uh, actually, he's not going to get a retail. I'm sure he went to the gray market. Probably paid thirty five thousand dollars because he knew that it used to belong to someone who is now dead.
5: You're jealous because you get your own bezeled up off the street corner. Sickening creep.
3: Mm. Where were we? I don't know. Oh, yeah, Adam Copeland. Uh, He says, I think it's a very safe thing to say because I know how much work it's going to be to be able to pull it off. I know that. I'm not in any way trying to fool myself, and I think I'm just going to trot through this whole thing. It's going to be hard. It's going to be a lot of hard work. I enjoy hard work. I always have. It's how I'm wired. It's what I was born with. It's in my DNA. So that's super fun, but I'm also a realist. I understand I'm not going to be able to maintain it for a super long time. Tell me about it, brother. (laughs) Tell me about it. (laughs) It's commercials. You know, the day comes all of a sudden where something goes wrong every time. That's when it's just time to yell at people through a microphone. (laughs) He said retirement was a very real option as he got closer to his WWE contract expiring. As I got closer to the end of that deal, retirement was a very, very real option. It was not off the table. I really sat with the idea of retirement because I truly thought, like, man, WWE gave me that night. I don't know how that gets topped. And that's still in my brain. But I guess now it's like, okay, how can I try to top it in this new environment? I think he can figure it out with old uh Christian.
5: I think he can, Edging Edge too.
3: and Christian versus um, what? The Young Bucks farewell yeah. match?
5: Edge and Christian? For the titles? Yeah. Look, yeah. them teaming with each other, them against each other, him helping out a bunch of people backstage, him being able to do things creatively. That he can bring from his acting experience, or bring from his, you know, mind artistically that he wants to do. He's got a real blank canvas there. You know, he's going to be paid a whole lot of money, and obviously they're going to use him a lot at least here short term. They said they were going to use him. He said he was going to be used, and they've scheduled him that way right off the bat. So I think while he is there for however long that is, I think it could be a very fruitful relationship.
3: AEW announced we will hear from Copeland on Copeland. Dynamite Wednesday. His first match will be against Luchasaurus on October 10th. That's the head-to-head AEW and NXT. Now listen, I haven't heard back from Renee here. Mm-hmm. I'm going to presume she's on, so I'm going to do a quick Raw report here. There's only a few things to talk about. We had uh, Vinci and Kaiser versus Zelf Academy, and uh, Vinci and Kaiser won because Kaiser... Uh got the pin after Vinci grabbed Otis's leg. So Otis uh got pinned and Vinci is on probation, but he saved the day here, so he, he earned himself a little more time.
5: Grabbed his hawk.
3: They had a big big announcement of the signing of Jade Cargill. I mean, are we gonna do this again? Bros, she's getting a massive push when she ends up on the main roster. Do not fool yourself.
5: As long as they don't give her the Sin Cara trampoline, she should be okay.
3: Bronson Reed and uh, Cedric Alexander. So uh, no one cared. They don't believe Cedric has any chance. He's never on TV. So Bronson uh, beat him quickly, and that was that. The Ciampa and Gunther contract signing ended with uh, Ciampa challenging him for tonight, which was kind of funny because... uh, he was making this big deal about how next week, next week, next week, my family, my 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 wife, my child, Willow of Willow's Bell fame, they're all going to be there. And then he goes, you know what? Let's do it tonight. I thought, man, poor Willow. So uh, they did it tonight, which led to the reuniting of DIY. We had Ivar beating Xavier. or Actually, Xavier beat Ivar, which made me sad because they're 50-50ing Ivar. And man this dude looks so good last week and this week he is a monster and i I was upset they had to beat the guy, but that's what they do so whatever it was not as good as the Kofi match, but it was a fun match.
5: he got to be a monster
3: afterwards. then we had the funniest freaking thing in years years so Seth is doing a promo in the ring to hype up their uh their Falls county anywhere match and and michael cole had the greatest moment of his career when uh seth is out there being an absolute idiot and michael cole just calmly says seth what are you doing and so then seth has to get all serious and take off his stupid sunglasses and all so nakamura appears on the big screen and uh and first off there were there there, there were two things that happened here first Nakamura starts doing his recap in Japanese. So they put these subtitles on the Titantron so that you can see what he's saying. But this idiot director keeps cutting to Seth. So it's like, we don't know what he's saying because they keep having to get a reaction shot. So then the actual Nakamura shows up in the ring and he attacks Seth Rollins and he lays him out. So then, the pre-tape is aware that he has been laid out, and the pre-tape begins to count Seth down. (laughs) Okay? Somehow this pre-tape not only knew exactly what Nakamura would attack, but how long it would take to lay out Seth, and it knew enough to count, and not only that... When Seth gets up at seven, the pre-tape knows to stop counting. So then, if this isn't preposterous enough, Nakamura lays him out again. And once again, this living, sentient pre-tape knows now I must count again. And the pre-tape starts counting. Well, man... Seth gets to his feet again, and the pre-tape stops counting again. I was like, what am I watching? Told you, a. How I could was that I new possibly pro? suspend my disbelief? This is ridiculous. And then yeah, Seth gets laid out again, and this time at least Nakamura the human counted. And then Seth is dead. <laughs> but then it's like the whole thing is so stupid because I'm supposed to pay money to watch a last man standing match. And all Nakamura did was hit the guy a few times, and he can't get up by ten. How was that supposed to make me want to see this match? I don't. I know want people are making this. fun of this segment and going, "This is why I don't watch WWE." This is why you should watch this segment. <laughs> this is something to see.
5: I don't want you comparing this to WCW though, just because. Dude, Undertaker,
3: was- like a warrior, would be looking in the mirror. <laughs>
5: it just laughing. The only reason that this is not WCW is because they would have aired it in such a way where the countdown would have been off, and that would have been even more screwed up. So this, you're supposed to, you know, just pretend, I guess, that yes. Preposterous. Do you hear me? The knows what it is, but...
3: This was preposterous. I know. It was ridiculous. You know what it was? It was cockamamie. Cockamamie. Back in a moment. Perhaps with Renee? Perhaps not. Wrestling Observer Live.
2: are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network.
3: Well, you know what they say, I got good news and I got bad news.
2: Mm. Should
3: good we do news. the bad news first? Well, I guess, I guess we have news. to, because otherwise we can't really say the good news. That's true. The bad news is Renee is not on today. She's still uh-huh. in the chair. Yeah. But the good news mm. is that she has been booked for Thursday. Ooh. Yeah. 3.20 Eastern, 30 minutes
5: with Renee. Now, do you have uh, doctor's or dentist I do not have a dentist
3: appointment, but I have to put my new inserts in, ironically, on Thursday. Or coincidentally, I believe is a proper yes. term. But, you know, the other good news is I can address this message here from Sandman31 in the chat. <laughs> he says, yes, it's bad, but are you ready for this? Yes. I see it as they stop the tape, go back to live, and go back to another clip of Nakamura saying the count. And then stopping when he gets up. And production relooping and playing it again. By this, Naka's orders beforehand. Still very horrible, but I don't think the logic was that this would pre-tape, knew the correct time, set be attacked, and went to start counting. So you're telling me.
5: This is not a choose-your-own-adventure.
3: You're telling me that Shinsuke Nakamura went to the production crew. And no. he said, I want you to film an interview with me. And at some point during the interview, I'm going to stop talking. And then I want you to film me counting to 10. Because I'm going to slide in and attack Seth Rollins at Raw. And I'm going to beat him down. And when he's down, I want you to play the video of me counting. And make sure that you stop it when he gets up. Re-loop it so when I attack him again, you can... And we'll keep doing that till he stays down. But... At some point, I'm going to do the counting, so make sure you're aware that I'm doing the counting so you don't do the counting at the same time. They're not just going to say, why don't you count the whole time, you numbskull? This is way too much trouble. That's more ridiculous than the pre-tape being living, in my
5: opinion. Well, if we're going to try to retro this, I know how I can make this work. Because Shinsuke Nakamura has been such an obnoxious heel, if you actually had managers, which meant anything, you could have had the manager do this. They set it up ahead of time. The announcers can roll their eyes. What are these idiots doing? And he could be in the truck making Kevin Dunn or whoever, whatever it is play the tape and ha-ha. And they, again, they, they do this at the extreme expense of Seth Rollins. But you would need to have another crony for that. Unlike this, where, again, it just happened.
3: And, you know, this person here says the twin brother makes more sense. Mm. Was it uh, uh, Suji that has the twin brother? Yes. I was so angry when I heard that. Why? Because I don't remember the whole storyline that I had. But when I was in the YWF, I, I always hoped that I could find someone with a twin because I had a character in my mind called The Clone. And uh, it necessitated having a secret twin brother. So that, like, you would do the gimmick where, you know, there, 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 you know maybe a second guy shows up, and then the first guy says it's not him. It's actually his clone. And you're like, what are you talking about? You have a clone. And then, you know, later it would come out that he actually had made a clone, because you would actually have the two guys had to build that. But then I wanted to actually really find triplets because then there had to be a third guy because he's cloning himself. Anyway, I had a whole storyline. The YWF
5: just, was one step away from a traveling carnival. It really was.
3: Oh, man, you should have seen what we came up with for the YWF. It was something else. Hmm. Anyway, I guess we could talk more about Raw and then move on. Hey, if you got questions, mailbag uh, No, not that one. Uh, 425-780-7566. Text them to me. 425-780-7566. We'll do a live Q&A because we got some time here. Whatever's on your mind, I'd be happy to answer. So then we had uh, Chelsea versus Tegan. Tegan beat her in like a minute. Chelsea, of course, won half of the tag team champions. I now demand that uh, Tegan and and, uh, Natty team up and win the tag team titles. Oh, no. So at least we have people that will actually wrestle for the titles and not this stupid storyline. Dave always defends it. It's a storyline.
5: Well, I know that, but it sucks. What makes you think they're going to defend the titles if they put them on them? I mean, how many title defenses have they had with these women's tag team titles, taking it back to whenever it was that Mercedes and Trinity dropped them?
3: Well, you know, you could actually just have people defend them. That is possible.
5: I thought they were going to have have matches. They were going to have this push in nxt with all these women's tag teams that they ended up dropping this is like the men's tag team division though where at least they have something that goes around with the the, you know they're part of a storyline in the men's division but for the most part tag team wrestling means I'm not saying as little right now as it ever has, but they're certainly not utilizing those players to their best potential or putting people together. I thought Grayson Waller and Austin Theory, that was something that I was lobbying for, and they went ahead and did it, not that they listened to me, but like that's a great example of two guys who have weaknesses and strengths that counterbalance each other, and they're probably better off together. Again, get more of these teams feuding with each other and make it matter.
3: Then we had a Drew McIntyre promo that ended up, it was weird. Miz got involved, and this led to uh, Drew versus Miz, which uh, Drew won. And here is the story, okay? I actually like this Drew McIntyre character. So the story is that Drew is very upset that Jey Uso has come to Raw. And he is very upset that all of these baby faces have just forgiven. Jey Uso for all of these horrible things that he did in the bloodline. He thinks it's a stupid idea to just forgive this guy. And that uh, why are people forgetting all of these horrible things that the guy did? And he's very upset about this. So his gimmick now is that, you know, he's going to... he's Now he's going to start doing heelish things. For example, here Miz removed a turnbuckle pad. And the ref caught him. Drew ends up hitting his moves and he goes for the claymore. But then he changes his mind. And instead of winning clean, he gets his sword, which, of course, the referee takes away because you can't stab a guy, apparently. You can swing it at him. You can even jab him with it, but if he's wearing chain mail and it doesn't hurt, that's okay. But anyway, the guy takes the sword away from him, and then he rams Miz's head into the buckle like a heel and pins him. And then he grabs the mic afterwards, and he says, you know... I'm not the same guy I was 30 seconds ago. I am sorry for my actions. And, hey, I'm forgiven. And he walks to the back. Mm. I like this character. I like this guy. It's
5: funny that you say that, Brian. It's funny that you like that character. But yet you hate Nick Wayne, really, for the same thing. I hope this storyline ends with Drew coming under the turtleneck. Of Christian and taking him on as a father figure as well, because he is justified just in the same way that Nick Wayne is. Because all of a sudden we forget about all of the trauma that this guy caused, all of the title matches that he made me lose. It's amazing that you like this character, but then have some sort of Nick wouldn't for even Nick Wayne. be
3: an AW without Darby. Darby's the one that showed up at Defy and gave him a contract when he was sixteen years old. I thought old. you
5: told me that he wouldn't be there if it wasn't for you.
3: I have never said that. Not one time have I ever taken any credit for Nick Wayne. Except that one time in the... Anyway. Trick Williams did a promo. He's uh, going to NXT to defend that title against Dom, and all of the Judgment Day is heading there. And then the uh, main event was Gunther and Ciampa for the Intercontinental title. As we noted earlier, excellent match. Double bomb sleeper finish. And then Imperium is stomping down Ciampa. Gunther heads to the back. Johnny Gargano's music hits. He sprints to the ring. They're about to hit that big double team. It goes off the air. As Butch would say, that was the end of the show.
5: Smackdown last week, or was it the week before that had those transmission issues at the end there? Smackdown? Yeah. Remember, did you have that issue on YouTube TV? I definitely did. And I heard other people did on cable where this is where John Cena was, uh, I think it, may, it was getting beaten down and LA Night came out. I, oh, I didn't there- see SmackDown. Uh, oh, that's right. Yeah, there were issues at the end of that too. So, so. they
3: had two in a row. Yeah,
5: man. I'm happy ending. If AW had Hate two shows happens.
3: in a row where they went off the air to a timing issue at the wrong time, boy, would I be hearing about that over and over again? Bet you'd get a text radio silence after this one. I can't help but mm-hmm. notice. Mm-hmm. Won't mention any names. mm Hmm. Huh. <laughs> How about that? Well, anyway. Hmm. Let's see what's in the uh, text message bin here. Because it is a day for text messages. We got a couple of minutes, right? Right. Yeah,
5: did anybody ask about Russ Francis?
3: How do you classify Tony Storm? Is she a they heel don't? or a babyface? She acts heelish, but her act is over. She's going to be cheered everywhere. Well, she is a heel. But, uh, yes, she will be cheered everywhere because the act is over. And that happens sometimes in all companies. Are we going and to there's see an ways angle? ways work
5: it, by the way, where she can continue to stay a heel. There's no reason, even though everybody will be screaming for her to be a baby face, there's no reason to push that yet.
3: Are we going to see an angle where Nick attacks you? Are you kidding me? You don't want none of this. Oh. You know how many boy. times I try to get that kid to go down to the jiu jitsu school and do a little bit of grappling and learn some. Uh, Nap, never, not once. I know who would be a tremendous not tag once. team
5: partner for Nick Wayne.
3: Don't even say filthy.
5: No. No, not filthy. Yes. Oh, you want me to tell you? Yeah. Oreo. I'll get out of here.
3: Brian, it's not a sword. It's a sword. Well, that's true. It's a sword. They no, got to make sure that they uh, they copyright that one. Copeland. Let's see.
5: Oh, by the way, did you see that he is, speaking of copyrights and trademarks, he is ledge in legendary? Well, yeah,
3: I did see that. That's a new one. Let's see. Do you think that WWE went after Jade Cargill more aggressively and or had her do media about why she chose WWE because they knew they were going to lose Edge to AEW? I don't think so, because I don't think they knew for sure that they were going to lose Edge until probably this past Friday when they took him out of the uh, SmackDown, the the opening video package. So these are two completely separate things. I mean, they... uh they want AEW big stars to jump ship. That's what yeah. they want, and obviously AEW wants WWE big stars to jump ship. And the uh, you know opportunity came up, and they made a deal, and there you go. This person here says scene and Reigns have verifiable ticket sale bumps when they are announced for shows. Do you think AEW will start getting sizable Copeland sales boosts? Well, they might. I mean, early on, it's probably likely in certain markets they will. But, uh, you know, after that, you know, who can let's just like, you know, when CM Punk first came in, like he moved numbers a lot. And then after you're there for a while, you don't move numbers so much anymore. So it just, uh, you know, if there's a bump, it'll be early and then probably even out after that.
5: Well, and you know what? It does secure their position. This is WCW tried to do Canada and tried to get Canada as a mark, and WWE just owned the whole thing because they had their tentacles in there for so long into the, the early 80s. So, you know, yes, you have to give away Quebec. There, it's always going to be Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn until you find the next Quebecer superstar. But, you know, for the rest, when you got Jericho and Omega and Edge and Christian, even though they may live in North Carolina now, I mean, that does not hurt you at all. So that really solidifies them, I think, up there, and I don't think that's a bad thing either.
3: Let's see if we've got any updates on... Uh, okay, so Title Tuesday... Yikes. Independence, Missouri. Title Tuesday in Rampage is at 1,900 right now. Now, the building is uh, set up for 2,700, but the last time they were there, they did 4,000. So they're under half of that right now with a week away. So uh, we'll have more after the break, Observer Live.
0: Do you use the expensive blue or yellow pills to charge your sex life? Are you thinking about it? What if we can promise you the same results for less than $3 a pill? If you're paying $20 a pill for the other pills, you're getting taken to the cleaners. Our pills deliver the exact same results for less than $3. You'll save more than $16 a pill for the same results.
1: That's 800-965-1295. Has someone in your family lost a job recently, and now you can't afford your mortgage payment? Or do you have a rental property and your tenants aren't paying you? Quick Cash Offer can come to the rescue and pay you cash for your home immediately. That's 800-788-1495 Life insurance is one of those things that just about everybody needs, but few
0: people actually have. Hey, if you die unexpectedly without life insurance, guess what? You'll leave your family with even a bigger mess.
1: Pricing information, 800-915-9654, 800-915-9654, 800-915-9654. that's eight hundred nine one five ninety six fifty four.
2: You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network.
3: All right, so I guess the one to watch is uh, Dynamite in Stockton tomorrow. They are currently at thirty-two thirty-nine according to WrestleTix. It is set up for thirty-six seventy-six. 76 so They have 437 tickets left. And this was all before they announced Adam Copeland. So if they suddenly sell out all those 437 tickets and put more on sale, uh, that would be him. So I guess we'll find out uh, as soon as WrestleTix does the update for uh, that show again. So, uh...
5: Although really, honestly, with that, look, you could say that's a really mighty walk-up too, although you'll probably, you know, once it's easy to give credit to Edge coming off a of pay-per-view as well too, but... I think really if they can get that number in Independence up, since there are so many seats that are you know available right now, you know him being there, you know if it doesn't work, I I don't know what else really would considering I mean what else what else could you do you know besides roll edge out there that would be bigger,
3: and then fast lane on Saturday is on fire here, it's at uh, twelve thousand two hundred and eighty one. As of this morning, there were 12 tickets left, so it's it's sold out. And uh, the last time they ran the Gainbridge Fieldhouse in Indianapolis, Indiana, they did uh, – and this, by the way, should tell you about how WWE has gotten hot. So they ran November 15, 2021 for Rod, did 5,800. They ran February – then they came back February 14, 2022 and did 5,000. And then they came in November of 2022 and we're up to 9,000. And now they're up to 12,281.
5: Hey, Raw had its highest rating last night since September 4th. 1.511 million viewers.
3: That's really good for football season. Yeah.
5: We're out of here. Back in a little while. Brian and Vinny and Granny
3: and Craig and Sean show tonight. Lots to get into there with NWA, TNA, and more. I did four shows yesterday. Please listen to them. For the love of God. Talk to you next time, Wrestling Observer Live.